0: Uh, Rob Fade for Jazz 334 here in Vancouver. Glad to have you along for the ride. Um, You know, it's funny. As a Tesla owner, (laughs) this is an interesting segment for me. In the simple fact that I'm about to have a conversation with you about the fact that there are a couple of reports of steering wheels falling off the Tesla Y. Guess what kind of car my family owns? A Tesla Y. So to get to the bottom of said uh, troublesome thought is Jeremy Cato, kind enough to join me, automotive journalist behind Cato, car guy at the com. Uh, Jeremy, good afternoon. Hi, nice to be here. Well, thank you for making time for me, and let's get right to the conversation piece. A couple of reports coming out south of the border that the Tesla Y, the 2023 model, has uh, some steering wheel challenges. Can
1: you walk <laughs> me through what that could mean? Well, you know, it's a production issue, and, and what is happening is that Uh, A number, and it looks like it's in the thousands of Model Ys, uh, were sent out of the factory and into the dealership, well, into the owner's arms, uh, without that nice little nut that holds the steering wheel in place.
0: (laughs) That's unbelievable. So we're not quite on the recall level yet, but obviously this is definitely a concern for TELUS, no?
1: It's huge, and uh, the, it, it, the U.S. Uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is doing an investigation uh, amongst many investigations of Tesla vehicles uh, for a whole host of things. Um, but this one, uh, what makes it a bit tricky, is that the, the steering wheels haven't come off until people have actually tried to use them in, on the road um, because there's some there, there is some uh, an element of, of the uh, steering wheel sticking in place without the nut, which which if you've ever taken a positive steering wheel, which I have, a, a car, you know, you stick it on and it looks like it's going to stay. But then when you try <laughs> to turn around uh, in your driveway, then off the steering wheel comes in your hand or perhaps in a more dangerous situation. So this is one of the many problems that Tesla Tesla's having now that it's a real car company, you know, selling not five cars or 50 cars or a couple of thousand cars, but in the millions. And this is this is. Uh, of car
0: companies. I think the logic uh, right now is, and you hit it just right at the end there, is you know what? Everybody goes through growing pains when you go to that scale. But I think the challenge that certain people in the public face is the fact that this is Elon Musk, a super polarizing figure. (laughs) Some would say he turned his back on Tesla in its moment of growth. Uh, Is there any connection between maybe his aloofness and the challenges that they're facing today?
1: Well, you know, St. Elon, um, ha- has uh, you know been distracted by a couple of things. One uh, of course is uh, you know he sends rockets into the sky at one of his companies and he has uh, you know he's he's helping supply Ukraine with uh, internet power and internet uh, transmission and and oh, and he bought something called Twitter um, and uh, that's a big mess, and that was a forty four billion dollar expense, and uh, hes fired half the staff there. Uh, so I think, uh, think St. Elon is, is a little distracted by a number of other things. But the bigger issue, Rob, I, you know, I've been covering the car business for 35 years. And there, the complexity of running a global car company, I don't think even St. Elon has um, appreciated. You know, it's an international business that he's running now. He's busy opening factories, a second factory in Shanghai that just opened a factory in, in uh, Austin, Texas, or, um, just opened a factory in, in Germany. And, you know, it's a global business that went from selling, you know, a couple of hundred thousand cars a few years ago to more than a million now a year. And it's the complexity of this is amazing because not only do you have to attract customers and and, and keep the, the interest in the product coming, but you have to keep a product cadence going. Models need to be updated. You need to change them so that they, you know, that buyers want to buy new versions of that model. Then you have to meet regulatory standards and you have to meet safety standards and you have to support the buyers group that you have out there. So when you're selling a few cars, that's pretty easy to do. When you're selling millions of cars, then you've got to support all those buyers in all those different places all over the world.
0: His stock is down nine dollars today. I shouldn't say his stock, but Tesla's stock down nine dollars today to one seventy two ninety two US. He was also going to move to Mexico, if memory serves me correct. He's opening up a plant down there. Is there? Is this strictly cost saving, or is he trying to be anti-government?
1: Uh, a little bit of both. If you if you believe uh, his uh, pronouncements on, on Twitter, um, Monterey, Mexico is where they're planning to do a new factory. Uh, that's that's. Quite a few years away um but again what what car companies try to do is build factories where they where they either have low cost or that's where the customers are so obviously it makes sense to open a second factory in Shanghai because Ch- china is the largest car market in the world it makes sense to open a, a factory in germany be, because um the, the european union is the third largest car market market in the world and it makes sense to open a factory in mexico Because Mexico is part of the North American Free Trade Agreement, but wages are a lot less uh, in Mexico, yet there's a very high-quality automotive workforce there. So you kind of follow where the market is and where your costs are.
0: Jeremy, before I let you go, you've got a week for spring break. What car are you renting? What car, what automobile (laughs) are you taking on the open road for a week? I I was just checking out CatoCarGuy.com, but I don't know if it would be a Range Rover. What would you be taking?
1: Uh, if I were going on a road trip right now, uh, I mean, I would I would love to take a, a Model S on a road trip. But right now, I think probably a Rivian SUV, uh, which is a, kind of the new uh, one of the new sexy electric vehicles, terrific, terrific uh, uh, looking vehicle. And I haven't yet had a chance to test drive one. And I I have to confess here I've actually taken most of the day off to go skiing in Whistler, and parked right next to me in the parking lot is a Rivian pickup truck. No way. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, hmm, maybe I'll just wait around. For, I'll leave my business card on the owner's <laughs> windshield wipe because I want to get some seat time in that thing. So, you know, there's so many new models coming, Rob, uh, especially in the electric side, which is, of course, another issue for, um, for Tesla. Tesla. And yes. one I'm going to test very shortly, which I am also excited about, is the new Ford Lightning electric pickup.
0: I would love to hear this, so hopefully you can come back and talk about it because pickup to me and electric vehicles is really where my question mark lies because uh, we have a Tesla, and it's got some pep. There's no doubt about it, but can that same torque uh, be brought through in a in a pickup truck? I'd be very curious to know what your thoughts are on that.
1: Let's do it. I'm, I, I'm very excited myself.
0: Look forward to it. Well, hey, uh, ski straight and get back in one piece, and uh, we'll talk very soon. Thank you for the time today.
1: Thank you, and nice to chat with you.